Hello sports fans, this is Chris from the West Coast Sports Junkies inviting you to join us as we talk sports. West Coast style. Get a local British Columbian perspective on the world of sports and beyond. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at West Coast Sport 9. Reach out to us by email at West Coast Sports Junkies at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at West underscore Coast underscore Sports underscore Junkies. If you have any suggestions, questions, or just want to get into it with us, Ty, Mike, and myself are always here to interact. Our slogan always is sit back, crack a beer, and enjoy. Join us weekly for new episodes. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 59 of the West Coast Sports Junkies. Um, lots to get into tonight. Amanda. What a first game of the conference final on the West Coast here. Uh, just some crazy fucking shit, man. Crazy fucking shit. www.westcoastsportschunkies.ca. That's where you'll find all our content. Remember to scroll down, click on the Bodog link, and you will get, if it's your first time signing up with Bodog, you'll get up to $400 matched by Bodog for your first buy. Um, I just thought, like, we'll start with our drinks. Here's what I'm having tonight. Back on the claws, huh? Is this against the rules? Well, I'm a fat fuck. I gotta fucking do something about it. I can't drink beer anymore. Those still have calories, you know? Only 100. 100 calories. Look. That's allowed. It's it's a it's alcohol, man. 100 calories per connect. Okay, per can. That's what that means in French. What do you guys got going on? I'm drinking a Pacifico from uh, my wife's home country of Mexico. This is from the province of Sinaloa. Delicious beer. You ever had one of these, Govic? Uh, yeah, I've had Pacifico before. Yeah, yeah, I really like them. I'm what also going drinking? with the Mexican theme tonight, and I'm going with the Mike? Corona. Oh, good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheers, buddy. Dan, what are you drinking? Well, you know what, guys? Um, it was quite a eventful weekend uh, at the BBI uh, Birch Bay Invitational. We talked about it last week. And I overdrank. I was overserved, um, Ty, by yourself. And so mm. I'm taking a little break off of the drinking. I'm um, going to need a little detox. So, yeah, I I'm not ya. drinking anything. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. I was really worried about you on uh, Saturday. <laughs> You're not even drinking I water? Thought not, I killed even water. You. not even water, no. No. But yeah, what a sour- I've got sour what a, keys, though. What a weekend, though, speaking of the... <laughs> Need to get my sugars back up from everything I lost. <laughs> what a weekend, though, speaking of the BBI. It was a lot of fun down there, eh? It was fun, you know, all things considered, but at least for myself. You know, um, our fifth annual tournament, obviously, it was uh, a couple of years skipped by the COVID and the borders being closed, but... It was fun to get back out there. Uh, we got lucky with the weather. Um, 
as I think not only myself, but I think you guys can all agree as we're getting older, we can't even play two rounds. Uh, for all our listeners, our tournament used to be three rounds, but we've uh, scaled it back to two. And I think, you know what, I think that's the perfect, you know, uh, um, level of our, um, our disagreed uh, and weekend. maybe, maybe not for uh, Ty, the golfer who, um, Narrowly, narrowly missed uh, the championship. Maybe with that third round, uh, he would have been able to. And he's nodding. So with that third round, you would have had that extra few holes to catch up. But uh, for the rest of us, I would have had a would you have been... better shot for sure. But you have to give a little context here. This isn't a straight up tournament, okay? Because if it was, I would have won by double digit strokes, just for the record. <laughs> But I got to give you 30 strokes. I got to give Steve 40. I think Nixon got 50 for fuck's sake. So, yeah, <laughs> I definitely could have used the round at, uh, you know, a course I grew up playing as a kid, Birch Bay Village, to try and make a better run at it. But, uh, no, I'm just joking. I agree, Dan. Two rounds, uh, especially when the first round Saturday was uh, a booze round. A lot of shots, a lot of beers were consumed as you, uh, you know, are still recovering from that. Yeah, yeah. So Mike, what oh, do you I think? I was in what your you... group. No wonder. <laughs> Mike, what did you think about the setup this year for our BBI? Yeah, I liked it. To me, it's just a fun tournament. It's been like three years since we haven't been able to do it, and we finally got to get it over with and get down there and, and play some golf with everyone again. It was uh, it was good times. Um, the weather held out for us, which was awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, the we rain got was really in lucky. The, in the forecast every day, but. Um, we beat it and uh the saturday we had a great fire on the beach and great sunset and a rainbow for govok to sing his tunes for us and it was uh yeah man, it was a good time i had a blast you know for good golfers like me and you time we don't really have a chance too much in this uh tournament unless a lot of them shit the bed we play <laughs> extremely well but yeah. uh yeah steve our buddy took it down he's like a 24 handicap you now he shot like 86 or something like that on the first day so he's you know he's took minus us out of it right there pretty much seven so i think we were i think i was even or maybe one over after day one i shot an 80 82 and then the next day just blew up like um the courses were completely different too like the uh we played north bellingham on day one where it was nice usually it's really windy there it wasn't windy mm. at all and uh so scores were pretty good I and thought. it's way more forgiving, I think, than uh, Loomis oh, yeah. Trail. Yeah, it's Loomis open. Trail, and, there's yeah. no room. Yeah, and then uh, Loomis Trail was, uh, the, I mean, I played with Ty, and I, my game was decent off the tee, and even my approaches were okay. I should have shot way lower, but I, my putting was just so off, man. Five putted twice, and, uh, you know, three putted most. It was just absolutely like it was day and night from the day before to to those greens compared to these greens. Oh yeah, super slow day one, and then they were like lightning fast day and, two, and and even the pin placements like you're talking about in your yeah, five foot man. Someone pissed off the uh, the greenskeeper. Maybe he was like your neighbor on the beach from the Saturday night or something. Kept him up all night, grumpy. Yeah, you guys exactly. Drinking. It was tough, but, man. Uh, but and you're like hungover too, playing. So, anyways, ah. Uh, it, I had a good time. It was like I said, good to see all you guys down there and doing it again. It's good to see my place, and it's a disaster outside, but it's still uh, I had a, I had a blast. I bet the gimmies were a lot shorter on the second round too, huh? On the second round, well, <laughs> it didn't matter. I would put it twenty five <laughs> feet past the hole. There was no real gimmies. 
<laughs> you couldn't get in gimme range there yeah. very easily. Yeah. But Govic, next year you got to play in the tournament. Um, I know you came down, you had uh, a work function, but it was uh, good you came down on the Saturday night there for the party and the fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're at Bob's Burgers. Uh, okay, let me know if you leave there because I'm on my way. Okay, I get the Bob's Burgers. There's nobody there. <laughs> I run my, into uh, Mike guys. was calling you. No, he was not calling me. My phone uh, was on the whole time. I okay, well, get, dude. Get yeah, to go the ahead. Gas station. These guys are in the drive-through thing. There. The hell was that? <laughs> uh, you didn't see Dan. I had to get him. I thought I was gonna have to take him to the emergency room, but I had to take him. <laughs> Take him home ASAP. He was not okay. Not okay. Yeah, Dan was puking. There's videos of Dan puking all over the place and nothing new, right? Typical Dan. (laughs) One time, uh, one time. Ah, whatever. Uh, I was at a a golf course today. Oh, beautiful. Which one? Yeah. I was at the... um, uh, I was at uh, the... Whoops. Prince, Prince George? Prince George Golf and Curling Club. Oh, cool. Did you play? Right. No, I ate. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. How's the weather up there right now? It's gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. So it's it a really like nice 20... day here, too, finally. Yeah. It was like 22 degrees and sunny here. I mean, uh, you know, Prince George is a town in BC, so we love Prince George. Uh, but uh, it wasn't, uh, the weather wasn't very nice here the last couple of weeks from from being told from the locals so yeah yep. you must be in a great mood the last few days here Who? you got both you you got both of your uh your teams in our pool into the conference finals of course i do i'm a west coast sports junkie man i look what i picked okay surprising that's not surprising at all have you won our well, hockey pool before no, this will be the first time. I also haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I also haven't played in like ten years on this hockey pool because I wouldn't get invited. Um, but uh, no, this will be the first time I win. Bold statement. Oh, that is a bold statement. That is the end of your run. I don't think so. Both your teams can get knocked out this round, eh? Both both my teams can win as well. So. Highly Listen, unlikely after the goaltending I just saw. Mike, what did you see in game one of the Calgary series? You're saying that you're seeing the exact the same, same thing I saw tonight, man. It's yeah. it's asinine. Like, come on, dude. Put so a any- pylon in net. So, anyways, you're <laughs> Jesus. singing the same, you were singing the same tune, and then two games later, you're like, Everything's gonna win the cup. McDavid's you know, gonna think- be choked. Yeah, you scored six goals in a playoff game. You should win. Especially yeah, you said last Western time you scored four finals. in a playoff game, you should win. Yeah, but, like, uh, you know, Mike Smith did start the last uh, few series this way. Even game one against L.A., um, he didn't get pulled, but he gave up, I think, four goals or five goals. He's a terrible goals against average, obviously, in the first games, but he's bounced back. So, I don't know. And, uh, and Colorado's goaltending obviously took a hit. Uh, Kemper got hurt during the game there. They got Pavel Francois coming in. You know what? The cards are falling your way. I will say that the this playoff round there, Govic. Um, you know, I think this series definitely could go seven, six or seven. Could be the first team to score 10 every night uh, wins. Yeah. 
Hey, did you guys see the uh, did you guys see the Rangers game last night? Yeah. Did you see what happened to Ranta, the goalie? Oh yeah, when he did the splits making that save and yeah, popped his groin. It looked like that looked very painful, <laughs> very painful. But yeah, so you you know you just jump to that series. Even the the Rangers have gotten very lucky. Um, they got to play Casey DeSmith, who got hurt, and then got to play Louis Domingue, barely beat Pittsburgh in the first round. Second round, same thing. They dealt with uh, Ranta, who is not their starting goalie. He's not very solid. Uh, the true test is now coming because they're finally playing a NHL caliber goalie, one of the best in the world. So we'll see uh, if it was a lot to do with the goaltending and that aspect of it, or if, you know, they're just the better team. Not just NHL caliber goalie, <laughs> two time defending champs. Okay. Never mind the bullshit. Uh, I'm sorry. I said it last week. I'll say it again. I'm not. Uh, Carolina Rangers, uh, they, I think they tired themselves out. Let's see what they're going to do against the champs. And between um, Oilers and Colorado, I mean, if anything, Colorado is not looking good. Especially yeah. after still letting in six goals. Okay, great, you scored eight, but you let in six goals. And now their goalie is questionable. Now that, like you just said, Ty, that completely evens it out for uh, the Oilers. They're I don't know what the hell you were watching, but they look pretty damn good to me today. Yeah, I mean, Colorado better than Edmonton. Course. Way better. Oh, of course. They had a lot more scoring chances. Um, what's his name? Koskinen, who came in in relief of Smith, made like three or four crazy saves, a couple on the breakaway. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you, Dan, about uh, about Tampa. I think I think this series they will show that they are just a class above the Rangers. but. That's why they play the games, right? Yep. You never know. Never know. Mike, games what do you are... think about what do you think about the Rangers yeah, Lightning that's... series? I agree. I, I mean, I'm, unfortunately, I hate to admit it, but I do agree with you guys. I think that uh, they should have been playing Toronto in the uh, conference finals here. Um, I think that it's not going. I don't think they're going to sweep them, but I don't think it's going to go much more than. I can't see it going. I can't even see it going six games. I'm gonna say Rangers in five. I'm sorry, Lightning in five. Thank you. Five. Lightning in five. <laughs> <laughs> it was quick going. That was quick. Yeah. What a prediction you... for your for your lovely Oilers. Well, go ahead. They're done. Say, they're okay, done. Let's, let's hear it. Come That's on. it. Stick a I don't fork think in that them. They, that they're gonna be able to handle the uh, the scoring power of. Uh, McKinnon and those boys. So uh, I'm going to say, name name I'm, someone I'm, more than McKinnon. I'm, <laughs> I don't have to. He's the one and only. Oh no, because you can't. Rantanen, <laughs> Landeskog, Kadri, Kadri. A deep team. Yeah, okay. Kamakar. Okay. Um, but I was talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the the uh, Avs and six in this one. Yeah, they're going to do it, and they're going to finish it off in. Um, in Edmonton, just to stick a dagger in them. Is that what you think? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going with the Avs and the Lightning in six. I think oh, Shesterkin oh. will steal them a couple games, or you know, they could uh, they could easily push it to six. I wouldn't be surprised, Mike, like you said, if it went to five, but I think it'll be six games for both. And Govic, let's hear your predictions. 
You've been pretty accurate, actually. I'll give you credit up to this point. Uh, I will go with the Oilers in seven. I just have a feeling. I think they split this homestand. Um, Colorado does. So I think the Oilers. I agree take, with that, actually. I think the Oilers take the next game. <laughs> fucking eight goals in. Look at that. Well, they let nine in against Calgary. I, I keep telling you. They lost you. that game, too. But they didn't lose the series. They won it in six. Or and then what were what five. were they down in game two? Wasn't it three nothing in game two? It's crazy they clawed, clawed back today from being down. I think it was seven three at one point. Well, dude, they're used to it clearly. <laughs> right from behind, man. Like, um, Jesus, just no, throw a big a bull- dude in that. Was such a bullshit. What's Goldberg awesome. doing these days? <laughs> dude, the guy's uh, he's a crackhead. Not as big anymore. He's not as big anymore. He's lost a few LBs. Oh, man. That was such a bullshit fucking... I hate that. I don't like that rule. He you totally see the highlights? Makar had fucking possession the whole time. You see so the like highlights? He... The Canucks got screwed by that, too. Yeah, they got Elliot screwed by... showing the highlights. No, I mean, it's the rule. I thought it was offside, too, until they fucking explained it and it made complete sense. But, I mean, how are you going to tell... You know, we're find out what he's thinking right it's okay the oilers got the um benefit kick. of a call of the kick with the kick uh they're both rules they're both bullshit calls but whatever uh and then for the rangers i'm actually not gonna make my prediction until i see them play but i do think it's gonna be like i think the rate i think the rangers have a possible chance of doing this just like how, because everybody's already written them off, and that you know teams feed off of that. Like who? <laughs> I do. You've written them off? No, I'm. People have written the Rangers off, like oh. everybody in this on this call. <laughs> that is true. Other than me, I I don't know. I think the Rangers. Um, I think Hurricane like steals the whole series. And you know what? It would just be so fitting. You've got, you know, the cards are falling in place. The Oilers look like they're going to, it's just, it's just one of those magical seasons. It would not be two teams. They're both fucking, they've had a a crazy amount of luck. Yeah. Well, the the Oilers are not a good team. The Rangers are not a good team. The Oilers have the best player currently on the planet and the Rangers have the best goalie currently on the planet. Which is why they're going to meet in the final. Okay. No, that takes a lot more than that in the Stanley Cup Finals. Dude, I'm not done talking, so hold on a second, okay? I was explaining <laughs> something. To you. He oh, I thought you were talking done. Stick. No, thought no, you no. were done saying they didn't I have... have the talking stick right here. Get the white claw on hand. So it's just the way that it's this. The cars are falling. Um, Kemper's out. He'll probably be out for most of the series. But lawyers are going to light up Francois or whatever his name is. I think. <laughs> I yeah, think but- they're gonna light let up me, freaking let, Smith. Let me finish. He's still got his white claw. Oh <laughs> so this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna end up getting to game seven and the others will win. The Rangers, on the other hand, will slay the dragon, as John Shorthouse once said, and will beat Tampa. They will meet in the finals, and it's fitting because you've got Gretzky 2.0 on one side. You've got fucking goalie number one of the year on the other side. And then you got Glenn Sather is still still part of the, the Rangers. It's just, it's one of those things. 
You're talking about Streisand, all right? Is Gretzky 2.0 the German Gretzky? <laughs> oh, you got Gretzky 2.0 of McDavid. Let me ask oh, you guys fuck. this question. Give me a break. Do you think Mike Smith is scared of the puck? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hold on? Hold on. Speaking of Mike Smith, did you see the post game press conference? Oh. No. Look it up later. He looks like uh, Happy Gilmore's bum caddy that he gets off the street. And then when <laughs> when Happy Gilmore gives him like a nice fucking jacket to get into the dinner or whatever, like he literally looks. Well, check it out. It was I was laughing. I was at my parents. We were laughing at it. Got to see it. Uh, but Mike, I do think he's afraid of the puck. Yeah, he's old, dude. How many shots on the goal are there? Maybe twenty. The guys, he let the guys, nine. Eight, the guys, forty nine. Imagine even through the. The padding, what a puck would feel like for him on those old oh bones. No, they had like 45, 50 shots. Well, he didn't stop many of them and he got oh. pulled. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did get pulled, actually. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it'll be, uh, you know, let's see how it plays out. And um, if Govic uh, has a guaranteed win in the finals, that would be pretty crazy. Don't think it's going to happen, though, but, uh, you know, that's why they play the games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, you know what? Uh, we've been talking a lot of hockey. Uh, it's definitely, obviously, you know, that exciting time, playoffs. But what about the other championship? We're already in the NBA Finals. The Golden State Warriors uh, facing the Boston Celtics. Crazy East uh, Conference uh, final there that ended the other night. Um, back and forth the whole series. Miami was up in the series. Boston was up in the series. Came down to Game Seven. Boston wins this Thursday. It's back to Golden State. They have you know their dynasty um, back, firing at all c- cylinders. Clay Thompson is back. Steph Curry. Ty, what do you what do you think? I know you're a Boston basketball fan. You know the the playoffs. Absolutely. Be careful there. I thought you said I was a Boston fan. <laughs> uh, that would be the furthest thing from the truth. But uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. What are you saying? Well, I thought I was thinking of you uh, when I saw. Uh, I think it's uh, Tatum on Celtics. He was wearing a. Uh, number 24 on his arm in game seven. And at the end, uh, I think he got the Eastern Conference MVP because they now do that. They give actual conference MVP. Really? I didn't even um, know that. Yeah. Yeah. Something I, well, I, I just happened to watch it. And then, uh, yeah, he, he did a little uh, throwback to uh, Kobe and uh, he was wearing his armband, the purple number 24. Um, yeah. I, uh, I put that on yeah. my Instagram story. Mm. Mamba forever. That is the only um, only thing I liked about Boston. I don't like Tatum really. Like nothing against him. I've just never been a a Boston fan. Obviously, I'm a big Laker fan. They've always been a big rival. Um, like from way back in the day, from the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson days to the Kobe Bryant, Paul Pierce days. So yeah, I've never been a Boston fan. Um, I don't really care honestly about either team, the Heat or the Celtics. So I didn't really mind who won that game. Uh, I did like that Tatum was representing Kobe there and he had a crazy game in game seven, like, uh, you know, Kobe would do. So um, good for Boston. I hope they get swept uh-huh. in the finals. I don't think they will. I think Golden State should win. Um, like you said, Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry 
healthy back together again. And they still have Draymond Green causing trouble. Uh, and then the additions of a uh, Canadian kid, Andrew Wiggins, has been huge. Um, and then uh, the young point guard there who plays in the backcourt with Steph, Jordan Poole, who actually comes off the bench a lot. Anyways, they got a really deep team. I think they have a way better team. And I don't think they should have any real trouble with Boston. Um, I'm going to say the Warriors in five, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it went six. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm riding the Warriors and I hope the Celtics lose. And that's just my uh, my opinion there. Uh-huh. What, do you, what do you think, Mike? Yeah, I got to agree with you, Manly. How do you bet against Steph Curry when he's already a three-time champion? Uh, stars are aligned for it to happen again. You have, I mean, for us, being Canadian, we have Wiggins on the team. It was a big hype when he got into the NBA. And, uh, I mean, that's who I want to see you win. I actually think that you're getting good value if you look at the odds right now. At a, I think for them to win the series, like minus 150, something like that in and around sure. there. And I think that uh, they should be a little bit heavier favorite than that. So I would actually, I would say, I would say I'd put some money down on Golden State doing this series. I would take them at this minus 150 uh, current odds for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. And if you wanted to get, uh, you know, a little more specific with it, uh, there's some good odds in picking, you know, like in five or in six games. If you have a gut feeling about either one. But yeah, no, yeah, but- I agree. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, odds makers think it's going to be a closer one than, uh, than I guess we do. But uh, the hell do yeah. we know, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, everyone's counted out Boston, you know. Well, they counted them out um, the last few rounds, and they were also down in the Miami series. They were down three games to two. Uh, they rallied back, obviously, one game seven. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I think depth-wise, Golden State is just is is really deep. And, yeah, you brought up a good point about the – you know, it be, would be a cool story for Wiggins, the Canadian kid. And then you think back to, you know, his career was considered a bust at one point. He went first overall. He was uh, the draft pick involved in the LeBron trade uh, way back in the day. Um, but yeah, you know, I just think that, uh, or not the LeBron, the Kevin Love trade, sorry. But uh, yeah, it's cool to see how his career has kind of come full circle and he's developed into that different role. Like he doesn't have, you know, he came into the league a lot of hype expecting to be this number one star on a team, which, you know, didn't pan out, but uh, you know, he's a great third option creates a lot of havoc on the offensive boards. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, I like what he brings to that team because with him and Draymond there um, battling for offensive rebounds and everything pretty good defensively. Yeah. You know what, Mike, I don't, I don't know what these uh, experts odd makers are seeing either, because I think yeah, I don't, I don't see it, man. I'm, I'm going to throw some money down on them now that I think we've talked ourselves into it now. So it's gonna happen. <laughs> absolutely. And you know, like you said, how can you, how do you, how can you bet against Steph? You know um, even yeah. some of these games, he's been here before. Obviously will be close ball in his hand. Shoot. The guy has a shoot from anywhere button. <laughs> like we say, when we play video games, he can score from, Anywhere on the court, he's always a threat. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I honestly haven't watched that much basketball. These playoffs overall, I've watched some of the Game 7s and the early stuff. Uh, I I don't think they've been as entertaining. I feel like there's been a lot more blowouts this year. I don't know. What do you guys think? You guys notice that, too? Like, there haven't been those, like, you know, real close nail-biting games as often as I'd like to see in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, you're right. I've watched a couple of games, but, yeah, nothing I've really gotten into. Nothing that's been crazy with overtimes or anything like that. So, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the West Coast sports junkies sound like we're all uh, on the Golden State bandwagon for these finals. 
Well, you know what, Mike, Ty, you guys were all excited uh, about uh, last week, uh, you know, the PGA Championship, uh, golf season. We just came back from the BBI. What about match day? Tom Brady touched down in Las Vegas, getting ready for the match at the win tomorrow. It's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, uh, big goat and baby goat versus the future of the NFL, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I know I'm leaving work early. I know, Mike, you like to leave work early all the time to watch Tiger. I'm what do you mean? I watch it at work, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got cable at work oh, for these oh. reasons. I got to come work at your spot then. <laughs> I don't have that luxury, but I'm leaving work early for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, the odds makers have uh, your boy Brady and Rogers pretty big favorites. Uh, last time I looked, uh, I think it was minus 180 um on bodog which you know i think that's a little too 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 big of favorites like it, come on yeah i was gonna say i don't think that them that that's an accurate money line either i think that they're way too heavily favored there for sure i've i've seen brady golf that's why i say that <laughs> yeah he's had a few good moments on a you know a couple of those other matches he hold out he jarred a shot from i don't know 130 140 while he was talking trash to charles barkley it's pretty cool. Give him some credit for that. And but, he ripped uh, his pants and his mic fell out at the same he, time. Yeah, but he also was golfing <laughs> like a few people that we golfed with at the BBI. Um, the same round that I'm talking about, hitting some shanks into the trees, um, <laughs> duffing some chips, a couple three putts. I mean, you know, it's pretty wide open. Um, if I was going to bet on this, just like I would not put a big bet on it, but you know, if I wanted to spice it up a little bit, make it a little more interesting, I probably would put some money on Mahomes and Allen. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I know he plays in that Lake Tahoe tournament, but I don't know. I don't really see him. I feel like the money's just rolling in it. on Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers because of their names. Like everyone's like, would, oh yeah, I hear throwing the money down. That's what's I think skewing the line here. So that's where I was probably value in betting on Mahomes, but probably not much. I mean, it's a fun tournament. It's not yeah. really uh competitive uh you know not too crazy competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways i agree and that uh dan you mentioned it's the win golf course in vegas that is on my list to play however it is a very steep price tag to tee it up there. i think you I'm... tried to get me to go and play there or i think you uh and dave no, wanted to play there our last trip no super bowl similar though it's an also an mgm property that was shadow creek though that i wanted to play oh. same price point Oh, yeah. um, they have also that's shadow Creek is where they hosted the first tiger and Phil the match. Uh, MGM picks you up in a limo, you know, uh, takes you out there. I think it includes like lunch and stuff, but yeah, it's 500 us around. Did you guys do it? No, no, these guys, uh, they couldn't handle it mentally. Well, you, you bet 300 on a three-way parlay. You hit that go golf. I wanted to, these two did not. Oh, they probably yeah. lost that trip. Too much, too, we much all, rep, too much reposado. We also had to pay that much just to get uh, a Q-tip up our nose to get back on the plane. Yeah, that 500 is true. COVID testing. No, it was the like... COVID testing. It was like two... It was like probably like four. It was almost 400 Canadian. 400 Canadian. Okay, whatever. Holy yeah. crap. That's crazy. Thank God that's gone. The things we will do to go to <laughs> Vegas, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 
but anyways, yeah. So the, the same price point at the Win Golf Course, which which Brady and them are playing at this, uh, well, this week tomorrow, uh, five hundred dollars. It looks beautiful, but honestly, I mean, I would much rather play Shadow Creek. We've seen this course. You know, when we stayed back in the day at SLS, mm-hmm. a place off the strip, and we shuttled. We took the like monorail fucking thing because we didn't know where we were going. Anyways, we went by it on the monorail. Um, it's in like immaculate shape, but uh, there's not enough water hazards and not like, not enough fun oh, things like yeah. that for me. Oh fuck! If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna watch. I don't know if I'll bet on it or whatever, but uh, I kind of like the idea that they're they're going with some of these celebrity type matches. I do like would rather I'm paired with a PGA player, in my opinion, uh. rather than just watching, you know four quarterbacks that don't golf for a living go out there like you know how they did it last time but either way i'm still gonna watch i'll still check it out uh but yeah it's a big week in golf actually there's a lot of news a lot of things happening we have uh, jack's tournament this weekend the memorial at uh, Mirfield village which is always a really good tournament um i actually was gonna throw in a pick here for my Bodog best bet, which we'll get to later in the show. But because I have not done very well with my golf picks lately, I am skipping it. Um, but the storyline this week for a lot of people um, out there is that, uh, you know, John Rom last year at this tournament had a six shot lead after 54 holes and came down with COVID and was forced to withdraw. You guys remember That's that? That's right. Yeah. 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 So obviously, oh, he's in and the- no, hold on. And sorry, Ty, wasn't it that he didn't even actually test positive, but he was in contact with someone? I can't remember how it played out. I think at first they said that, but I think he was positive. Oh, okay. He was out for a dinner party, and then because he was with them or something, they tested him the night before. So he golfed still with COVID, but yeah. then after the third round is when he got his results back. And they decided instead of waiting for him to get in the tent, like where he signs his card and everything, they walked out to the green and told him there and it created this big spectacle. Right. Um, So yeah, he was forced to withdraw. I honestly, I can't even remember who won that tournament, but it was gifted to them. I I remember though, he bounced back the next week and won it. He did, but he won a major. Then he won the U S open. He won the U S open that year. Yeah. Yeah. So, but still, like this is a big tournament. Like it's obviously it's not a major and it's not one of the bigger purses, but everyone likes to win. It's Jack Nicholas's like home course, right? Uh, yeah. one of the, if not the greatest golfer of all time. Um, so you know, it's a big tournament for a lot of people to win. He felt like he was robbed last year, which I completely agree with. So I think uh he's gonna be a good pick this week. Obviously, he'll probably be up there with the favorites, but I don't know. I think he's gonna be jacked up trying to win this tournament um but yeah a little bit uh you know there's some news though that's been coming out that's overshadowing the pga tour uh which i sent you guys a little bit about before is uh we've talked a little bit on the show the past you know few weeks or whatever three weeks ago the saudi golf league the live uh golf league that greg norman is the face of and he was trying to pry players from the pga tour and it's been this ongoing saga we've talked about the whole phil debacle the guy's been radio silent. He hasn't been anywhere. He skipped the PGA championship, hasn't done any interviews, no appearances. Um, but anyways, they finally have been teasing the release of the roster for the first event. And they did that today. And there was one big surprising name on there. Uh, Dustin Johnson. Hmm. Who 
right after this whole controversy with Phil and everything happened, uh, released this big statement about how he's loyal to the PGA Tour, uh, this and that. He's not going anywhere. He wants to play with the best players in the world, blah, 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 like, you know, whatever. So it's like, okay, that's settled down there. Um, as we are recording here, uh, there's just some, well, I guess, breaking news. He released a statement um, saying, actually his agent uh, released a statement on his behalf that he has been contemplating the opportunity off and on for the past couple of years. He decided it's in the best interest of his family and himself to pursue it. Dustin has never had any issue with the PGA tour and is grateful for all it has given him. But in the end felt this was too compelling to pass up. So that almost makes it sound like he's jumping ship. Well, what I heard, man, is that's where the money is. There's big, they're throwing big, big purses at these golfers. Like I said, I think I heard $50 million a tournament. That's crazy money. They'd be stupid yeah, well, not to play over there. Well, it's gonna be like the best the, players are gonna go where the money is. Like we talked Super League with soccer, what's yeah. happening right here at golf? They're all gonna jump ship when they see those that kind of that kind of flowing. They can still play the majors. It's a worldwide. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that is true. Um, but I'm not so sure, man. I think we would have seen a lot more, a lot of bigger names jump in there. I mean, and a lot of it has to do with sponsorships and people That's not wanting. Name to get into bed with the Saudis, the Saudis who have, you know, had this bad track track record and like human rights and, and this and that. Uh, but, you know, ultimately we still don't know a lot about what the contracts look like from what I've heard is it's like a NFL and NHL contract where you sign and you're going to get paid a shitload, but you have to show up and you have to play all these events. Like there's no skipping in the, an event. In, in Saudi Arabia or whatever. Or or no, or, or, no, they're not. It's the Saudi league, but they're going to be all over the place. I think the first mm-hmm. event coming up is in uh, Florida at one of Trump's so, courses. I don't understand. What's the problem? There's a European league. You know, Rory McIlroy plays in the European league. Yeah. He still I, plays I, over here. And so why can't they mix and match? What's the problem here? I don't, I don't know a ton about it, but I think it's kind of how they went to, they tried to like pry. They're trying to, they're trying to dazzle them with, like you said, a lot of money, but in the long run, I mean, a lot, a lot of people want to be associated with this country and the, the backers, the financial backers of this. But look at the, the players that have just, the well, two of the main ones is, is, uh, is, is Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson now. They all have, they both have Mickelson has not con- confirmed yet. Multiple major wins. He speculated. Or they have a lot of money and they just, now they're going to go make more. Yeah. So of the big names, well, bigger ish names who have won majors and, you know, have competed on a lot of the major tournaments DJ, Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter, uh, Louis Ustazen, your boy, Kevin Na. Um, and then there's people like, uh, you know, Chase Kapka, Brooks Kapka's brother. So he never has done well on the tour, the PGA tour hasn't been able to, you know, break through or even really get on a leaderboard. So I think it makes sense for a lot of these guys to go over there. I'm not sure what they're going to be getting paid, but we talked about before, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but there's like a crazy, their tour championship or whatever they have, um, is just a massive, massive payday, but you have to like literally play, I think in a lot of these events, we haven't seen the breakdown. We'll wait for more to come, you know, out about it, like in terms of the, the contracts and this and that, but you know, one, well, how big... come the PGA hasn't turned their backs on like Kevin Na and Dustin Johnson, like they have on Phil Mickelson. They didn't really, it's, it's Phil more stepped away from them too. 
the sponsors jumped right away. PGA Tour never said, Phil, you can't play here. He just, he chose to stay away from like the PGA Championship, for example, because he didn't want to deal with the media scrutiny, you know, and all the bullshit, which I understand. And a lot of people were saying that it's just him trying to figure out what he wanted to do. He didn't want to make a, a rash decision. He wanted to feel it out. That He still hasn't even been announced officially on this, but there's one player not listed there that they're leaving a spot for, and it's most likely going to be Mickelson. But uh, the event is next week. It is going to be the same weekend as the RBC Canadian Open in Ontario. And why that's, you know, a little interesting is that uh, RBC is one of Dustin Johnson's biggest sponsors. Uh, And he plays in that event every year. He's skipping that event to go and play in this first uh, live tour event. So, of course, it's in Canada, the RBC Canadian Open. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, he's skipping that. Uh, He's been played in that in the past, I don't know how many years, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. Like I said, I want to see more about it and like the contracts and if they have to play all these events or can they just play this one event, make, like you said, a crap load of money and then go back to the PGA Tour. And the tour hasn't commented yet on, say, like DJ and these guys joining it. So, it's a big clusterfuck, but uh, it's actually pretty pretty good drama for golf. We don't get this a lot in golf, right? Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I'm I hope intrigued. They get, hope they get the best of the best. Are they paying for huge purses? You know, now these guys they pay for a million bucks every week, right? It's yeah, it's not it's not huge anymore. They pay for fifty million bucks a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some yeah, yeah. That is yeah, crazy. Well, that's, that the purse I mean, is I'd a lot bigger. In, so the, the first place player would not win that. That's like the purse for the yeah, event. The first place player would probably win fifteen more, million dollars. Yeah, it could. Yeah, definitely. A lot more than to, uh, some to, of these One. True, but if they lose sponsors, big money sponsors of theirs in the long run, I think they'll gain some right? more there too. I mean, I don't know. If you got the but best, no, like playing I said, the best, you're gonna get sponsors. The, the in tour, there. the tour is backed, right? It's not just play, events played there. Like they're gonna be all over the place. Uh, like I said, the first events in Florida, right? It's just them. They're backed by the the Saudis. That's what the whole thing is. Um, What's the league called? Saudi I think league? it's live. It's L I V, live or live tour. L I V. Um, what does it stand for? I didn't. I haven't even. I haven't looked. Okay. Not checked. Fact check. Um, I was just asking. I don't know. I thought maybe you knew. Yeah, I'm no, not trying to put you on the spot. No, no. Yeah, no worries. I don't look. Like I said, there's still uh, so many different things. And so I was saying, obviously, it's Jack um, Nicholas's tournament this weekend. So obviously, they've been asking him. And he uh, he went on record saying he was offered a crap load of money to be the face of this tour. Like hundreds of million. And he said, no, he's started he helped start the pga tour um and he's loyal and you know he's sticking with that and i don't know if he was their first option and then they went to greg norman because that is now the uh the face of this league so yeah i don't know i'm sure we'll have a lot more next episode to uh talk about this but do you think that they're knocking on tiger's door uh, they did 100 percent. he just has it said <laughs> Yeah. But like, but there's, there's 42 players. I mean, it's not, you're not going to be a lot of these guys, obviously they do it for the money, but these guys do it for the love of the game and for golf as well. So they want to win these big historic tournaments, you know, they're going to go to this random league. Who knows if it's even going to last. Right. And then you could jeopardize your future. <laughs> Check you know, bounces. 
with yeah, and you could you know, jeopardize your future with the PGA Tour, and you know people want to chase these records. They want to go for these things. They want to win these historic majors. So I'm a little bit more on that side of it. I I see what you're saying about obviously the money, but I mean these guys are already making a crap load on the tour. You know, it's not like they're hurting for cash. Well, not all of them. I mean, it's hey, maybe Phil is. <laughs> Isn't, yeah, that man. was what that was one of the big things, right? He is gambling, and that's why he was gonna go. Yeah, into there's these this one big. There's this one big thing. No, it was just because it's a big, uh, big lump sum up front. It's like signing an NFL contract, but all your money yeah. guaranteed up front, pretty guaranteed. much. Guaranteed. Mm. So they're saying like, oh, maybe he has some big, quick gambling debts he needs to pay off. Yeah. He's going for the short term look rather than the long term outlook of it. But you yeah, know, I'm intrigued. I want to see. I. You know what? I'm probably gonna put that tournament on if it's on TV and check it out, see what it's all about. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, just another uh, sport for us to to watch and talk about. So can't complain. All right. Well, <clears throat> it's time for our Bodog bets of the week, lock of the week. Uh, don't forget to go to www.westcoastsportstruckies.ca. Scroll down to the bottom. Click on the Bodog link. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, whatever you put in, Bodog will match up to $400 if you are just starting out with Bodog. Take that to the bank. All right. We'll start with our best bets. I'm going to go last this time. We'll, we'll let Dirty Dan uh, speak his mind here. What do you got this week, Dirty Dan? Well, you know what? Uh, we haven't. Obviously, you know, we talked earlier about uh, the NBA Finals starting this week. We haven't really talked about that much. Hockey's been taking over our uh, our last few weeks. So I'm going to go with lock of the week, the Golden State Warriors winning game one on Thursday night. I think Thursday. Yeah. What are they? Mother minus 130, I think, right? It is Thursday night. Yep. Yeah, or I think they were last time I checked, the spread was four and a half, three and a half, or four and a half. It's been moving a bit. Okay. But nice. I like that, Dan. Good bet. Good bet. Mike, what do you got? Uh, this week, uh, you know, with June on the horizon here, fellas, being tomorrow, the first of the month, that's always uh, Tour de France time for me. So I'm going the <laughs> Tour de France. I'm betting on my boy. Is at least a three-time champion over there, Chris Froome, at a plus eight thousand to win the Tour de France outright. I think you're getting great, great money or great odds on that boy right there. So, I'm putting fifty on that man. When you and said your wins, boy, it's party time. I thought it was Wait. Lance Tag. I was gonna say it was. Lance. I'm like, is he coming back? I thought it was gonna be Lance Chris Armstrong. Froome is like the you know the Lance Armstrong of our generation. Really? Vroom. They call him Vroom. He's so he's, yeah. he's his odds are like the, the way they are because he bailed last year or maybe two or three years ago and broke like his femur and stuff. Just hasn't been the same. But uh, man, the guy so he climb. So he falls, huh? It's like me on a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, he does. Not when he's tired though. This guy just <laughs> flops over he's in the middle of the road. Dude, you see some of the hills you take me up? Jesus. <laughs> But I like that. That's a good bet, Mike. I like uh, you're going off the board a little bit, keeping it interesting. Yeah. Um, France, watch it. Um, for my Bodog best bet, 
I got a little excited today because, you know, it's uh, it's the championship time of year. You got the NBA final starting. We have the uh, Eastern and Western NHL conference finals. So um, I did a little bit of a bigger bet. So um, I got uh, Govic. You're going to love this bet, by the way. At the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Lightning to advance to the Stanley Cup final. The Colorado Avalanche to advance to the Stanley Cup final. And the Golden State Warriors to defeat the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. Um, all of them to win their respective series here starting this week. $300 pays out $766. So, you, put three, you put 300 bucks on that? Yeah. Solid bet. My man, now that is a pick. A three-way parlay. That's a tough one to hit. But I like it. I like it. It is. It is. It's on the series. Um, yeah. You know, I, like I said, I got a little excited. It's a great time of year for sports. So it will definitely right. make these games a little more interesting uh, coming up. Go what do you got? Well, well, you know, with your track record of betting on the Flames to win the cup, uh, I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. So <laughs> keep, keep going. And the picks you made in the hockey pool, the jerks. I'm okay with that. So go ahead. Um, I had seventh out of eighth pick, FYI, in the hockey pool. Okay, you picked ahead of me. I might have taken the Oilers. Well, you were sure bragging that. The Anyways, Carolina proceed. Anyways, okay. I will take – I'm not going to comment on game two of the Western Conference final here, but I'm going to comment on game three. Uh, you take the Oilers to win game three. It's the first game of the series at home. Um – Game two, like I said, I, I the Oilers might win, they might not, but I kind of I'm leaning more towards that they will win. Smith's gonna have a bounce back game, but game three, game once that either either which way, game three is the gonna be the most important game of this series, and it's a big swing, and the Oilers are gonna win that series. Uh, take the money line, Oilers game three, baby, on Saturday night. There you have it. What a great, great, great time of year for sports. All right, folks, that was it. Episode 59, West Coast Sports Junkies. Again, www.westcoastsportsjunkies.ca. All of our content is there. You can find our link to YouTube on that uh, website as well. And uh, make sure you, when you watch us on YouTube, subscribe. Uh, the more subscriptions we get, the better it is for us, the better content we put out, the more we understand that people are watching and we, this is what we want. So uh, please don't forget to subscribe or, you know, on any of the uh, podcasting platforms, subscribe, download some episodes. Maybe, you know, if you're, you know, doing something and you just want something in your ears, we're those people. We're, you, I mean, our voices are great to listen to anyways, even if like you're going to bed. You want to listen to Dan's voice before you go to sleep? <laughs> it's a great feeling. Anyways, that's it. Episode 59. Until the next episode.